0: Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Oh, baby, it's Everything is Trash. Emily! Hello! Emily, it's Everything is Trash. (laughs) Here we are. Here, here we are. Uh, we kind of mixed up our recording setup a little bit. Uh, this should sound a little better than the true terror that was last week. Uh, not even last week; it was yesterday. Uh, Emily, we've been we've been podcasting moguls for twenty four hours. How, how has your life changed?
1: Um, I am walking around with just a giant Starbucks cup at all times now.
0: It's lonely at the top. They don't tell you that. It's like we can't go out for drinks anymore um without being swamped with people right um all four people who maybe listen (laughs) yesterday's show has four listens i think most of which were me (laughs)
1: great
0: uh yeah this is everything is trash uh a weekly celebration of the mentality of trash
1: Of the garbage shit that we like.
0: The garbage shit that we like. It's going to center mostly around uh, reality television, probably, because uh, that is one of our favorite things. But that may expand out into the future. Our our terrible, awful dog is here, too. Uh, and he's he, trash. He's trash. Um, and he's currently poking its... Oh, he's trying to get oh, his, ball. <laughs> his ball. He's trying to get his ball. You can't have it. Um, it's too loud. It's... I love this animal, but also he's a nightmare in my life. Yeah. And so apologies in advance for all the terrible noises he will be making. We've
1: already established that we love trash, and that includes our dog, Michael Shannon.
0: Who belongs in the trash. Uh, Emily. Yep. We got caught up on Love is Blind. That's what we're doing. We're spending the first couple episodes of this show talking about. Yes. uh, We got all caught up. uh, Yesterday, we dealt with episode one. Uh, And then we watched the rest of it all in a day, which I didn't know we were going to do, but we did. We sure did. Uh, What did you think of the show overall?
1: Love it. I'm so into it. It is just perfectly produced reality television.
0: It's this is the first one, the first new show kind of in a while that is like can take the bachelor throne possibly.
1: I like it better than The Bachelor. Yes. It's not better than my beautiful trash angel Bachelor in Paradise. That is the best show on television. But it is definitely better than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette.
0: Like definitively. And it gives me every... It's better because it gives me everything I want from that show. And none of the... Mikey, come on, buddy. You gotta stop. You gotta stop, my dude. Um, if this were a professional show, we'd edit Mikey stuff out. Nah. But we're not doing that. Um, God, I like this fucking dog. I've lost my entire train of thought.
1: We're talking about Love is Blind and how well produced it is. <laughs>
0: yes. Um it just gives you all of those familiar, very comforting reality TV beats. There are heroes, there are villains, there are hot messes, there are people who are like they are trying to make look uh, a little more put together. Um, it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I think. I think. Um, well, we don't know yet. And what I what I think is absolutely the most interesting is uh, that the blind dating gimmick is total just a marketing trap. That's not the show at all.
1: Yes, it is very similar. And I guess this is a Netflix thing. This is how to get around Netflix. It's very similar in my mind to Orange is the New Black, how that was billed and sold as being about this white lady going to jail for a white collar crime. Or I guess it wasn't even, it was drug trafficking. Anyway, after about two seasons, they were like, by the way, her story is the least interesting one here. This is just (laughs) how we got it sold. And that's Love is Blind. It's here's the gimmick. It's they're blind dating, literally. And then what it really is about is about reality dating shows, what happens after they fall in love on television.
0: Right, right. And it's, it's still a, it's not totally just like a trick. It's the blind dating element does this beautiful job of like, putting everybody in the bottle, shaking up the bottle. Yeah. And then in the second phase, really the third phase, when they all realize kind of what's going on, just sets them all free into nightmare town. Yes, And it's... Fuck, it's real good.
1: It's real good. Um,
0: I still maintain from last time uh, all of the comments of just like, this is insane. This show is wild bananas. Um... And it's like it's not. It's just a slightly better written Bachelor.
1: It's a very well done reality television show.
0: Right, right. Uh, Emily, which sh- is
1: wild. Reality dating shows are wild.
0: Yes, I think that's the other thing of like my favorite genre of reality. I only really truly love dating reality shows.
1: Sure. Um, you like Survivor too, though.
0: I like Survivor. Um, but it's a totally different like thing. Uh. I think I like the dating stuff, and those have a very specific level of fucking bonkers to them.
1: Well, yes. so I think what is happening is as sort of The Bachelor becomes more mainstream, more people are watching it, it's cool to live-tweet The Bachelor. Cool people are starting to watch it and realize how bonkers it is in a way that it's like, yeah, I've always lived here. Come join me. I also, this I'm, is no more so bonkers than a shot at love with Tequila Tequila.
0: It's, yes, I would say yes. That is a whole, but that is a whole other thing to unpack. Um, but
1: look, in two thousand six, there was very little bisexual representation. Mm, we took what we could get.
0: Mm, um, yeah, it's. It's real wild, but man, this show is good. This is a good TV program.
1: Yeah. So should we start with...
0: I think it's time to start the recap. So what we've kind of decided to do is we're going to take... Because we watched four episodes at once, uh, there's a lot of ground to cover. This is the same amount of television as a week of Bachelor in Paradise. Because that's two two-hour shows a week.
1: God, walking. it is. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Looking forward to that this summer.
0: Right. Uh... But it's the same trajectory like same hours of television to cover. Um, but still, a lot goes on, and there's a lot of like very disparate storylines. So what we've decided to do is we're gonna break down each couple kind of by phase of the show. Yeah. So like we'll deal with all of the couples and how they're doing in the pods, and then we'll talk about how they're doing with their uh, sort of honeymoons, uh, and then what happens when they all come back together. Yes. Uh, So, should we start with...
1: We already talked about Cameron and Lauren last time, because they got engaged. Dude, what the fuck? They got engaged at the end of the first episode, so we get to see them meet each other um, for the first time after being engaged, and these two are horny for each other.
0: I So, I do think one of my favorite parts of the show, and... I think the most fascinating and watchable is them meeting each other. Uh, I think there's a range of kind of reactions to them meeting one another. But uh, I think they're all very fascinating. Um, Cameron and Lauren are an example of like where I do think their chemistry is very real. There wasn't really a... Trepidation between them. It was clearly two people who like have spent a couple days together and like know each other. There was a comfortable familiarity there between them. Uh that was really kind of infectious to watch. And oh my god, they were so horny for They're each so other.
1: So horny for each other. There was
0: a a very clear uh from Cameron like when the doors open and he saw her, I'm just like, nice, 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 <laughs> nice, nice, nice. nice, nice. <laughs>
1: She is hotter than he is. He is correct, um, but he's also very cute, and I would totally have a crush on him. Right? Um, I
0: I I bet he's more handsome off camera. I think he's weird on camera.
1: I think he's an awkward dork. Yeah, and that is not especially telegenic. But he's a cutie. I've seen his Instagram. He's a cutie.
0: It's yeah. He's also even like his um his talking head beats are like he's a little weird. Like clearly he's like. Thinking a lot about what he's saying. So he's coming across like kind of, I am in love with a woman that I have met on this television show. <laughs> uh, but, but they seem real. They seem legit. Yes. Um, And they see, they seem excited to meet each other. And oh, I'm still rooting for them. I still hope it's okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love them. One of the things that I also really appreciate about this show and about Lauren and Cameron is she is very candid and open about the fact that she's never dated a white man before and is talking about what that would mean for her in a way that when The Bachelor just threw Rachel Lindsay in as the Bachelorette, she tried to talk about that and it ABC couldn't really handle it. Right, And that was a real bummer for people to watch. And it seems like Love is Blind is really going for it. Yeah, it
0: doesn't have to tiptoe around as much stuff. You know, like I would not say this is a nuanced, deep exploration of those issues. No, of course not. Um, but it doesn't dance around them as frequently as something like The Bachelor right. feels like it has to. And maybe here's the thing: there's a lot of stuff we would love for The Bachelor to do. Its core audience of Midwestern moms would drop off. Right. Um, it's the system. It's the system. <laughs> uh so that's really all we get of them from the pods uh so i will say last with the last episode with the first episode i was having uh, some concerns over the pacing of the show mm-hmm. um i was getting a little bored watching everybody in the pod people talking in the pods maybe wasn't as sexy as i would have liked
1: well that's uh, the thing watching people fall in love is not especially interesting mm. it is Falling in love is only interesting to the people who are falling in love. And I think what we like about Bachelor in Paradise is when we're seeing the flirting. It's a lot more immediate because the the them talking to each other is not the interesting part. It's the body language. It's the You're right. You're absolutely right. I can right. tell that they're vibing.
0: You are absolutely right. Um, I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, definitely seeing the body language, seeing kind of the flirtatious moves.
1: The actual words that they're saying are meaningless. They're so boring. Everyone sounds the exact same when they're falling in love and it's boring.
0: You're right. And you know, there was, I was still disappointed that a lot of the footage was just a lot of what we saw of the conversations in the pods are these very interview style, excuse me, very interview style. So what are you looking for in a partner? Mm Mm-hmm. Boring. Fucking boring. Um,
1: Which everyone does and are very important to get through. And, like, one of the things that uh, Rachel Lindsay, who we've already talked about, was the Bachelorette. She was like, I asked everyone their credit score in the fantasy suite. (laughs) These are things that you need to know if you're going to get married to someone. Right.
0: Uh, And according to the promos, we may see some of that coming into uh, fruition. Uh, But so the second episode, they... The fact that they kind of really bulldozed through this Cameron Lawrence storyline to get them engaged at the end really kind of helped break up the pacing of this second episode. Yeah. Um and uh, what that did was that allowed for a lot of my problem with the first episode was the the visuals kind of never change. Mm-hmm. It's the it's these pods. It's the same set, the They're, facility. Yes, there wasn't really any moving around. um, But this allowed some key distinct visual changes. We kind Mm. of, we saw the, where some of the relationships we discovered last episode kind of go to. We meet some new characters. Uh, It already broke up. Every episode I feel like got better than the last. And two was a marked improvement from uh, the first episode.
1: Yeah. Okay. So do we want to then move on to speaking of characters that we haven't really met before? Do we want to move to... Giannina, and Damien.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay, so we don't see much of them meeting. We kind of... um, We smash
1: cut to them already feeling each other.
0: Right. Uh, They are already pretty knee-deep in the horny for each other. Damien is... boring ginger white dude yeah i feel like we'll get to that but like initial first impressions he's
1: yeah he's handsome Eh. but like not
0: yeah yeah
1: very generically handsome
0: yes uh he
1: wouldn't be out of he wouldn't be out of place as like a filler bachelorette contestant
0: right right someone who you'd be like
1: who's that guy again right uh
0: that always happens i'm just like who are you (laughs) um
1: yeah, he showed up on screen, and I was like, I've never seen this man before in my life.
0: Right, right. Uh, so then we got Gigi, uh, who is cute.
1: She's very cute. She's
0: very cute. She's very fun. Like it's, She seems... Uh, she's got a lot of energy. She's yes. spunky. Yes. Uh, but I enjoy her. And I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, so they hit it off. They... <laughs> Damien proposes, uh, and he does a whole thing.
1: Very clearly rehearsed, like, even before he got to this show.
0: I feel like, yeah, it's... I do deeply feel like he had that speech, insert girl.
1: <laughs> yes, so his his gimmick, his whole thing is that he was like, I started making this box because I wanted to put in the box everything that was important to me to show you can you go open this box and everything it's so stilted yeah it sounds rehearsed um and she opens the box and it's empty and he was like and so i just wanted to show you that now with the exception of like my parents and my brother (laughs) you are the most important thing to me now and it was just okay
0: that said I would have fucking loved this guy if she opened the empty box and he was like, because I can't fucking, I got nothing important to me. I can't be tied down.
1: <laughs>
0: Nothing's more important than number one. Take it out.
1: Anyway, then he proposes. He gets down on one knee in front of this tempered glass wall. <laughs> um, And she takes a minute. She kind of pauses and she was like, well, you know, I have something important to say and it's basically that uh, I am not traditional. I want us to be equals, and so then she asks him to stand up, and then tells him, uh, asks her, him to marry her, uh, and which
0: also feels re- feels like a very rehearsed thing, but uh, it was fun. It, it was fun.
1: cute. I like her. He did not know what to do with that. No, and that is a red flag of things to come that we'll get to later. Yes.
0: Uh so they meet uh the doors open. Uh she's a bombshell, he's fine. Um seems to be a, a continuing theme here. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: Cameron's way cuter than Damien. Yes. Yes.
0: Um personality I think helps? Sure. <laughs> um but uh So they meet and like they see, I think we get some initial trepidation from Damien.
1: Well, he is the one who says something about how she's different. And it was, it seemed to be in relation to how she looks. It's like, excuse me, she is a tiny blonde woman with a cherubic round face. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: Right, right. Um... Yeah, it, it truly, truly bonkers. Um, that might have been. I have a note, or no, it would have been from episode three. I have one note for episode three, and it's what the fuck are you talking about? That's like, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe it wasn't episode three. Uh, but yeah, I feel like we get our initial kind of red flags here. I have the feeling, and we'll get into it, but I think Damien has some hang-ups. Yes. Um, Sorry, we, we're, we're our terrible dog is crying at the window, and I don't know what to do about it.
1: It's a new thing he's doing.
0: <laughs> and it's like we can't put him in another room because once again he is our awful dog who will destroy everything. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, Damien, Gianna, I feel like that was those are the only like major revelations there. We have to move in broad strokes. We have a lot of uh, ground I know. to cover. Uh, Let's
1: keep moving. Uh, Carlton and Diamond.
0: Carlton and Diamond. um, I feel like we got... So Carlton is this charming guy. um, And uh, Diamond, er, he's a social media manager, (laughs) which I wouldn't know anything about. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But seems like a fun dude. Uh, Diamond is a uh, dancer And they don't, wasn't get immediately, like, of things to come, things would go very poorly. Neither of us were like, yes, we are feeling the chemistry
1: between them. Yeah, they were flirty, and it kind of felt like, it kind of felt like this is, this might as well happen.
0: Right. You know, I kind of get it, like...
1: But also, as we were saying... It's hard to tell because we didn't see very much of their courtship.
0: Right. Um, But, you know, you kind of can't help but assume that, like, you're on a TV show, you're game for the premise, like, you came here understanding maybe what you were kind of going to be the expected step to happen around this point. And I could see liking someone enough, to, like, realize that if I don't propose, I'm not going to get to meet them. Right. Uh, so you kind of got them over a barrel
1: well, if you yes. want to meet
0: and hang out and go have sex in Mexico. And
1: that is <laughs> part of what we were talking about with the premise of this show. Engagement doesn't mean anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That engagement in the world of this show just means, yes, I would like to go on a free vacation in Mexico with you. Right.
0: Right. Um which is why it gets more interesting later when it's yes. talking about, like, do, do they get married? Yes. Um, so Carlton Diamond uh, is, is going... So Carlton once again um, expresses that he's nervous about bringing up his bisexuality. Um, I believe
1: the term he uses is sexually fluid, which is fine. Same. Similar.
0: Um, I'm learning. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so uh
1: that wasn't a you are wrong that was just yeah. clarifying because we were talking about him not having the language for sure um last week yesterday for sure.
0: i now don't know if that was the case i think we may have read that wrong mm-hmm. um but um as you do on reality tv we are at the mercy of the edit right <laughs> um the edit made him sound like that right but uh i, I would now i now think we were incorrect i agree yep Uh, so, that's about, yeah, that's all about, uh, that's gonna get to be a big deal. That's definitely gonna be one of the most, woof, storylines. Yeah. Um, something that we maybe don't appreciate in, like, a liberal city. Yeah. We don't appreciate that maybe, you know, that that still is extremely hard for people. Yep. Um, so that, we'll get, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. Uh, let's see, that brings us to... What I think we have to get into is Jessica. Jessica's got, we find Jessica in a love triangle situation between uh, Barnett and Mark. And Mark is a very sweet, very young guy uh, who maybe wants this a little too bad. And Barnett is a... boy. Fuckboy Beefcake, who has a couple of relationships with a couple of people kind of moving forward.
1: Yes. So, (laughs) Jessica, in talking to Barnett, uh, because he is a fuckboy... He says something about while they're while they're vibing, while they're chatting, he says something about like, yeah, if we were the only two people here, I'd propose to you tomorrow, which Jessica took to mean I'm going to propose to you tomorrow. So, okay,
0: so he did say something fucked up or he did not say what she thought.
1: He said a fuckboy thing that she took seriously and it was just a perfect storm of misunderstandings and willful refusing to acknowledge misunderstandings.
0: There is definitely Jessica wanting this really bad. Yes. So Jessica who's kind of vibing with Mark uh, she breaks it off with Mark. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sorry
1: for the plosive. <laughs> I got excited.
0: Um, so Mark doesn't take it great. No. Uh, and we maybe see, I, I wonder if Mark got a little bit of a good edit. Because um, Mark, Mark also wants this really bad and is kind of not really seeing the reality of it. It kind of turns into, I, it, it's always kind of a red flag when you hear people going like, I'm going to love you like that's the issue. <laughs>
1: it's it's again a cocktail of willful misunderstanding and willfully not saying what you mean. Yes. Because when she, when Jessica's breaking up with him, she says something about like I mean you're 10 years younger than me, which is not her concern.
0: Right. She she clearly has hang-ups about it and she's clearly worried about it, but that is like third down the list to i'm just not that into you
1: i think it's more she is going into her pod date with barnett thinking that he's gonna propose right and let's just let's
0: just put it this way barnett was 10 years younger than her this wouldn't come no, up no, as no. Much.
1: of course not but i think that was a uh that was a moment of and hey have been there in breaking up with someone and not knowing how to do it bringing up things that no that's not the issue the issue is i'm just not feeling I, it
0: yeah and like that's a terrible thing to say to somebody so like you try and kind of trying to like figure it out there's no good way to break up with somebody breaking up with somebody sucks
1: especially breaking up with somebody for somebody else like i was for dating sure. someone else when we met and i had to break up with her and right. it was weird and awkward. And I just had to say, yeah, I met someone else. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Yeah. It's okay. We got married. <laughs> <laughs> she was at our wedding. Everything's fine. Um, but it's hard.
0: It's hard. It's hard. Um, So.
1: My dude, you have to cool it.
0: It's like, it's what I don't even know what he's crying at. You know, it's the construction's probably upsetting him. Um, Welcome to uh, reality TV and also figuring out what our dog is doing. (laughs) Uh, So that leads us to okay, so Jessica dumps Mark. Um, Mark kind of misunderstands the issue. Um, So that leads Jessica. To go on a pod date with Barnett. And Barnett kind of does the same thing to her.
1: Yep. Well, she, I think he would have kept stringing her along if she didn't explicitly ask, are you still feeling the things that you were feeling last night? And he was like, nah.
0: And I think she brought it up kind of in like a cutesy way. Yep. And he goes, uh, I don't know. Yep. Yep. Uh, so... Yeah. um.
1: So she immediately goes back to Mark.
0: Immediately goes back to Mark.
1: And who knows if it was as... Just turned around and went back into the pod as it appeared in the edit, but that's sure how it appeared in the edit. I mean, they
0: were only there like 10 days total. Yeah. Um. But, uh... And so like, we were kind of hoping Mark would... There's always the fantasy, and like I made this mistake. There's always that fantasy of someone who dumped you, realizing their mistake and coming back and just being like, oh God, I fucked up. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: my God. Like literally just mm, high on that moment. I love that moment. But you got to take that moment correctly. Yep. And you got to go, no, thank you. Yep. Uh, you know, he talks about you know, as as after she gives her spiel, he kind of makes his speech of like, I won't be second place to somebody. But okay.
1: <laughs> but here's exactly how I'm doing that. And he proposes to her.
0: And and she is silent for a long moment. And then says yes, like she's crying with happiness. Yep. And I don't know entirely if that's what it is. No. Uh, I think there's an element, I mean, like she I would defi- guess
1: it's more relief.
0: She wanted to uh, I, I I think she got revenge engaged. Yes. <laughs> I think that was to spite Barnett of just like, look what you're missing. And I don't I don't think that's what maybe went down.
1: Nope, because Barnett has two other women to choose <laughs> right. from. Do we want to get to that? There's not much more to say about Mark and Jessica. Well, other than Mark
0: and Jessica meet.
1: She's clearly disappointed.
0: She's clearly disappointed. She's not into it. And we are going to, that's going to get rough. Yep. So Barnett, um, Barnett's got two other girls kind of on the hook. There's Amber and there's Elsie. Elsie, we didn't see much. We maybe met in the first episode, but we didn't see much of. She's cute. She's cute. Uh, Seems fun. However, uh, she does get dumped by Barnett. Yep. Uh, And Barnett uh, proposes to Amber a tank
1: mechanic. She was in the military.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, So they get engaged and Amber is horny for Barnett. Oh, yeah. They meet and she is into it. He's a very handsome man.
1: Yeah.
0: not my type either, but he is like he's objectively somewhat If Barnett is your type? Yes. He's very
1: Yes. He I will fits that, that mold. <laughs> I will grant that. He is not my type. Not into it. Not feeling it. He looks like a fuckboy.
0: He and it it if the shoe if the fuckboy shoe fits, the very specific fuckboy shoe.
1: But yes, they meet. They are into each other. Great.
0: Um and then there's Kenny and Kelly? Who boring. are boring, and that's kind of it. The of only them. thing
1: interesting about Kenny is that he looks like a mix between our friends Trevor and Jesse.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It was kind of, I didn't put that together on myself, but when you said it, I couldn't not see it. Yep. Uh, but they seem fine. They seem to like each other. I don't really have a total read on how I think they're going to end They
1: seem up. like normal, boring people and not good television.
0: Right. Which always happens. Yep. Uh, so, apparently, uh, there were more, an interview with the creator of the show came out in Entertainment Weekly, uh, or actually it was AV Club, and, uh, talks about more people in the pods got engaged.
1: I believe it was one other couple, yeah.
0: Gotcha. But, like, too many storylines, they just cut one.
1: Yeah, and they ended up breaking up, and the woman from that couple ended up dating someone else from the television show. No
0: shit, someone we know.
1: No, just someone who was uh, probably. If we went back and was like, "Oh yeah, that guy," is one of the other thirty people that was there.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. And you know, so it's an interesting thing. Of like, it does seem more people got engaged than maybe they were expecting. Yep. Uh, But this leads us to the sort of opening up of the world. We leave the facility, and the couples all go on this vacation together. Well, they don't know that they're all. It's a twist that they're all at the same resort, yep, uh they all they all get a couple of days alone is the point. um, uh, which kind of brings us to i uh, we're gonna go back through the couples and kind of assess maybe where they're at in that alone stage.. Yep. uh Cameron and Lauren are all over each other.
1: They're horny for each other. It's a little like they're a little awkward. But in the sort of like nervous energy sort of way.
0: Right. I didn't get i i didn't get trepidation from either no. of them. I think they just got like, this is weird and new. This
1: is weird. There are cameras on us. We would like to bone down now, please. Right.
0: Their body language was extreme. They give off an extremely, in- like that is a very genuine, horny into each other situation. Um, like a lot of like raking fingers onto each other. And it it's definitely like. I am gonna go to town on you when we're done with with this fucking shoot.
1: Yeah, the <laughs> sort of the sort of things that you do when you're horny for someone that are not like sexy to look at.
0: Right, right. Uh, so like they're they're doing good. Like they um, we get a little bit of um, Lauren uh wears a nightcap to bed, um, and uh, we kind of get to talk about that a little bit. Uh, once again, nothing, uh, extremely profound, but, like, cool that a reality show is kind of dealing with the realities of an interracial, uh, uh, relationship in a way that some of the network shows would never fucking touch. Um, I like them. I still hope they're okay. I think they have a tough couple episodes ahead, uh, based on the promos.
1: I need them to be in love forever.
0: I need them to be- I don't need them to be in love forever. I need them to get through the show, okay? (laughs) Um... Uh, so let's move. I'm just moving back down the list. Carlton and Diamond have a really tough, uh, yeah. Yeah. They even, even initially, they don't seem that into each other.
1: They're bantering in a way that it just, if I saw a couple bantering like that, I would be like, do you guys like each other?
0: Right. Right, uh, Carlton tells her by the pool that
1: yeah, and, and again, it's the sort of thing that has happened in relationships where I have f- been crushing on someone hard, and then we went on an actual date with each other, and like, no, the way that we talk to each other, sure,
0: is that definitely happens. Yeah,
1: different than something I would want, but it's hard when you have already committed to this thing. Right. Especially if you've already committed to be engaged.
0: Right. Uh, So by the poolside, Carlton uh, tells her that he is bisexual, that he has dated men in the past. uh, And Diamond doesn't take it well.
1: Yes. And so I can understand where she's coming from in the sense that this is something that you should have told me before we got engaged. This is a, if this is such a big deal to you, which it clearly is. Yeah. This is something that would need to be disclosed before we committed to getting married in a month.
0: Right. And that's, I think that's, yes. I think she has a, you know, yes. Um, but it's like her definite stance is definitely coming from, I'm not comfortable with the fact that you're bisexual. Uh, which I is, don't know if that's fair. I... To think, she, I, and I can only through what I what I read. I do not think that she would have. I think she would have shut him down immediately if, uh, he had said he was bisexual. She would have said not into that.
1: Maybe, but again, that is something that she should have had a right. That is, speaking as someone who is right. bisexual, right? That sucks, right? But I think that is something that. Yeah, should be. She should have had that right, and he should have had that right to match with someone who would be would love him for who he is fully. Right. However, the way that they both dealt with this, this exchange is the most I have felt the show being exploitative.
0: Yeah, this is where it, it. I felt weird about this. And it's like, I'm so used to The Bachelor being so bad at it. Right. uh, That, like, the fact that they kind of got real in there uh, felt different. But, like, it didn't feel good.
1: Because that's the thing. If you're watching a reality dating show, you're you're going to have to have some sort of tolerance for being exploitative of people's real feelings. Yes. And that's just a thing that
0: happens. Yes. And that does make it kind of like... This is a weird thing to kind of try and sit and talk about on a fucking jokey joke podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, it's weird and it's rough and I don't quite know how I feel about it.
1: But I think the what is fair to say is that the way that they both dealt with that conflict... It's clear that they are not compatible. That, as, yes. As I think that is a couple.
0: pretty definitive. Yeah. Uh, so they end up walking away from one another in that's, this phase. And yeah. that's the right call.
1: That's the right yes. call. As I think you mentioned yesterday, the way that you fight is a big deal in a relationship. And if that's how they fight, that's not going to work.
0: Right, right uh like he
1: uh, called her a bitch
0: yeah yeah and it was like a uh you kind of got a red flag uh you had pointed out of someone who gets mean when their feelings are hurt yeah Um uh, which it's a little more than feelings are hurt <laughs> uh, uh but yes I, that yeah. is
1: an incredibly hurtful thing to feel like again as a bisexual person but i am also coming from it as a bisexual person who has never felt any sort of pushback for that like i feel like i can't tell my grandma right (laughs) that's about it like i i've never had to deal with like my family not accepting me or or a potential romantic partner not accepting me because i've mostly only dated in new york city right um but that being said, I can I can totally empathize with that being incredibly hurtful and and very vulnerable,
0: right? Especially as like a black man who has right a, a bigger hill to climb than a lot in of Atlanta. other people. Yeah, yeah. what's it? in Atlanta? In a lot of places.
1: No, I just he specifically. Yes, they specifically yes. all live in Atlanta. Yes, which is a thing that I recently discovered. Yes, that everyone is from Atlanta.
0: Yes, they had a uh, a specific casting pool. Yep. Uh, but that, you know, you did bring up uh, everyone being in Atlanta is a hurdle that they don't have to climb. Of Like, no one really has to move. Yeah. No one's expected to move. Um, which makes me wonder, are they moving into someone's real apartment Probably. in the later phase? Or do they have apartments for them? More TV-ready apartments?
1: We'll figure that out. Yes. From we'll the have... promos, the apartments did not look very TV-ready.
0: Interesting. I guess I will have to talk about that next time. That's so far in the future.
1: Anyway, the Diamond and Carlton stuff was the biggest bummer uh, and felt the most exploitative.
0: Yes, agreed. Uh, so we're moving on to Damien
1: NG. How do you say her full name? Jan- Janina.
0: Janina. Um, and things are. So they have dinner.
1: Things get weird Things real get fast.
0: Weird. Things get real weird real fast.
1: So Damien has this whole, again, speech about how he wants to move at her pace. um, And he is going to be a gentleman and not touch her before she is ready. And she has a full talking head. My pace is fuck me. (laughs) She has a whole talking head where she was like, I want to rip his clothes off right now. I think he is not ready for her whole deal. I think he has hangups. Yeah. She's fun, and I don't think he knows how to deal with it. I
0: think he is kind of, I'm going to say, I'm going to take a swing here. I don't think he's dated a lot. And I think he's a little red-pilled.
1: I could definitely see him being kind of red-pilled.
0: Uh, I think he's definitely kind of a. We are engaged now, we will be Puritan. It's a, <laughs> all of that sexy, flirty energy that will go away now.
1: I definitely get the vibe of, um, it's like girls don't like me because girls they. They don't want a gentleman. They just want fuckboys. And it's like, no, you're just kind of a creep. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So they have that whole dinner. And she has a very fun, flirty line that is, you know, it sucks to watch people (laughs) (laughs) flirt. It's weird. Um, But she's like, I'm not hungry. And he says, what about dessert? And she says, I'm dessert. And he, it's his brain short circuits.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, and then they so they they sleep together and they talk about how they made love together. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was like
1: Uh yeah, but then they go on a um like a boat ride. Wear some stuff
0: they we, we start to see some tensions arising uh some of those incompatibilities are beginning to surface he
1: says something weird about not wanting to go home to drama and she's like what are you talking about and he and she wants to unpack that in a way that he is, completely unwilling to do he completely shuts down and then they have a conversation later about how he is like i've told you that i have a hard time opening up and you just he says you just keep digging it's like fuck off my man
0: yeah yeah it's uh this i i do not expect uh to go well and i think it's his fault
1: yep uh
0: so i'm gonna start with uh amber and uh Or sorry, I want to do Jessica and Mark. Yeah. Because I think our later two are important to have been informed by Jessica and Mark. Jessica and Mark, they get into the hotel room and it's just like, Jessica lays down. You will not touch me. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yes, she is. And again, it's not communicating how she's feeling. And again, I am also a coward. I have done this constantly. But it's, uh, you know, I'm just having a little more trouble getting into the physical world after we were so intimate within the pods. And what she means was, I don't want to fuck him.
0: its I
1: don't want to fuck my boy bride.
0: (laughs) My little child boy who fits in my little pocket. I do not want to touch his penis. Like,
1: he's he's short is a thing that people keep bringing up, but he's taller than she is. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Crazy.
0: Um, It's bad. It's real. And like it's none rough. of it. So like there is a... Uh, you know, people move at different sexual paces and like totally. sexuality have different importance to them. That's not that's what's, not happening, what's here. happening here.
1: <laughs> she doesn't want to fuck him.
0: Right. It's like, and she's like, yeah, she keeps phrasing this I'm having trouble merging these two things. And it's like, nope, that's not that's not what the. Nope, 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 nope. No, no, no. And Mark is beginning to get frustrated.
1: Yes, and again, I think the problem is he is taking her at her word in a way that he is not reading the signals that she's just not that into him. Right.
0: So, like, a lot of, like, his response to this are things like, hey, I'm here. I'm for real. I'm into this. That's
1: That's not not her problem.
0: problem. (laughs) It's, like... That is her problem, <laughs> but not in the way you
1: think. she's not worried that you're not into her right., uh,
0: and like now, she's clearly I can see the inner like workings in her head, the gears turning as she tries to talk about like him in her talking heads. because uh, she knows this is going on TV, and she's trying to sound right. Um, but she is, uh, what are, what are some of the phrases she uses of just like, you know, our connection was so strong. Uh, I think, you know, we'll get there. I'm just working through it. Um, she keeps
1: talking about how strong their connection was in the pod and she's having trouble moving that into the physical world is how she's phrasing it. And it's just weird. It's just, she just doesn't want to fuck him.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's that's going to come to a head in some brilliant reality TV story producing. Yep. Uh, so I think that so let's bring that into Kenny and Kelly, um, who also are taking it slow and yep. also are not having sex. But that is one where I get the sense of like now they're a little bit slower rolling people. Yes. Because their uh, body.
1: I think Kelly's a little more of a slow. Yes. Rolling. <laughs> gal (laughs) kenny's horny
0: right um they're still like they're taking it slow but yeah i think kelly just moves a little slower that's i don't think the issue is she's not into him no um which because like all of their body language is still right
1: and they've like they've made out and they slept in the same bed and they cuddled
0: right Um, it's just like kelly's got some hang-ups and that's fine
1: yeah, I don't even know if... Hang-ups isn't the right it, yeah. word,
0: but just, yeah, moves at a slower yeah. pace, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, But...
1: Kitty horny, though.
0: Kitty horny, though. Uh, And, yeah, it's markedly different than what Jessica is experiencing. Oh, totally. Because, like I said, Jessica was in that hotel with the Barnett. But, uh, merging the physical... <laughs> would not be an issue. <laughs>
1: they they would definitely be merging the physical world. <laughs> If you know what I'm saying. But Barnett and Amber are not having any trouble. Right. They are all over each other.
0: Yes. Uh, Amber is uh, incredibly happy. Is the least disappointed in someone else's... uh, In her partner's physical appearance. As she continues to tell us in her talking (laughs) head.
1: Yes. Um, So they have no trouble with the sexy times. However... They do go on like a beach date, like they have a day at the beach. My dude. <laughs> and it's just, I, I said while we were watching it, like I recognize this couple. I recognize yes. this dynamic where it's, I can, don't get me wrong. I think they are both insufferable people to spend time with. I think they could be together forever.
0: (laughs) It's, I don't think they will be, but yeah. I
1: think they very well could be just because this couple that is constantly bickering and you're like, how are you still together? You seem to annoy each other constantly, but they are. And I think that's just how they are relating to each other in a weird way. It's weird.
0: Right. Uh, so, I I think that's all of our couples. Yeah, uh, I
1: did want to, like, one of the things that I get the sense from Barnett is he is, like, the type of person who can't or won't take anything seriously unless he really has to. Yes. Oh, So, one of the things that we didn't mention in the pod is Amber tells him right. a really tough story about how she was dating someone who basically made her have an abortion. And... The fact, again, the fact that they're talking about this on a show is a big deal. It's still, like, not quite where I think abortion activists would like us to be. Like, abortion doesn't have to and often isn't this tragic thing right. that women go through. Sometimes it's just a medical procedure.
0: Right. But it was for her. But for her, yeah. it was. Right.
1: Um, And she is telling her story. And he is very, like, I'm here. Like, you can feel free comfortable sharing blah 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 i think he in 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 any situation where he could conceivably crack a joke without looking like a monster yeah he would yeah like he needs to have the plausible deniability of you need to lighten up you're taking this too seriously sharing a traumatic story about an abortion is not one of those situations right so he was he was somber as he could be but I get the sense that he's not going to be serious in many situations where she is going to get very angry at him yes yes
0: Uh, uh, entirely completely agreed Uh, okay so that gets us through our couples kind of as they stand in their days kind of on their own now they find out that they are actually all at the resort together. It's like A plus story producing happens there. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back.
1: Just a giant Starbucks cup at all times now.
0: It's lonely at the top. They don't tell you that. It's like we can't go out for drinks anymore um, without being swamped with people. Right. Um, All four people who maybe listen. (laughs) Yesterday's show has four listens. I think most of which were me uh yeah this is everything is trash uh a weekly celebration of the mentality of trash
1: of the garbage shit that we like
0: the garbage shit that we like it's gonna center mostly around uh reality television probably uh because that is one of our favorite things but that may expand out into the future our our terrible awful dog is here too uh and he's trash he's trash um and he's currently poking its oh he's trying to get oh, his, ball. his ball he's trying to get his ball he can't have it um, it's too loud it's i love this animal but also he's a nightmare in my life yeah and so apologies in advance for all the terrible noises he will be making
1: we've already established that we love trash and that includes our dog michael shannon
0: who belongs in the trash uh emily Yep. We got caught up on Love is Blind, that's what we're doing. We're spending the first couple episodes of this show talking about. Yes. uh, We got all caught up. uh, Yesterday, we dealt with episode one, uh, and then we watched the rest of it all in a day, which I didn't know we were going to do, but we did. We sure did. Uh, What did you think of the show overall?
1: Love it. I'm so into it. It is just perfectly produced reality television.
0: It's, this is the first one, the first new show, kind of in a while, that is like, can take the Bachelor throne, possibly.
1: I like it better than The Bachelor. Yes. It's not better than my beautiful trash angel Bachelor in Paradise. That is the best show on television. But it is definitely better than The Bachelor or The Bachelorette.
0: Like, definitively. And it gives me every, it's better because... It gives me everything I want from that show. And none of the... Mikey, come on, buddy! You gotta stop. You gotta stop, my dude. Um, if this were a professional show, we'd edit Mikey's stuff out. Nah. But we're not doing that. Um, God, I like this fucking dog. I've lost my entire train of thought.
1: We're talking about Love is Blind and how well produced it is. Yes.
0: Um, It just gives you all of those familiar, very comforting reality TV beats. There are heroes. There are villains. There are hot messes. There are people who are like, they are trying to make look uh, a little more put together. Um, It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. I think. I think. Um, Well, we don't know yet. And what I I think is absolutely the most interesting is... uh, that the blind dating gimmick is total just a marketing trap. That's not the show at all.
1: Yes, it is very similar and I guess this is a Netflix thing. This is how to get around Netflix. It's very similar in my mind to Orange is the New Black, how that was billed and sold as being about this white lady going to jail for a white collar crime. Or I guess it wasn't even it was drug trafficking. Anyway, after about two seasons, they were like by the way, her story is the least interesting one here. This is just how we got it sold. And that's Love is Blind. It's here's the gimmick. It's they're blind dating, literally. And then what it really is about is about reality dating shows, what happens after they fall in love on television.
0: Right, right. And it's, it's still a, it's not totally just like a trick. It's the blind dating element does this beautiful job of like, putting everybody in the bottle, shaking up the bottle. Yeah. And then in the second phase, really the third phase, when they all realize kind of what's going on, just sets them all free into nightmare town. Yes, And it's... Fuck, it's real good.
1: It's real good.
0: Um, I still maintain from last time uh, all of the comments of just like, this is insane. This show is wild bananas. Um... And it's, like, it's not. It's just a slightly better written Bachelor.
1: It's a very well-done reality television show.
0: Right, right. Uh, Emily, Which sh- is
1: wild. Reality dating shows are wild.
0: Yes. I think that's the other thing of, like, my favorite genre of reality. I only really, truly love dating reality shows.
1: Sure. Um, you like Survivor, too, though.
0: I like Survivor. Um, But it's a totally different, like, thing. Uh. I think I like the dating stuff, and those have a very specific level of fucking bonkers to them.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. so I think what is happening is as sort of The Bachelor becomes more mainstream, more people are watching it. It's cool to live tweet The Bachelor. Cool people are starting to watch it and realize how bonkers it is in a way that it's like, yeah, I've always lived here. Come join me. <laughs> I also, this is no more so bonkers than a shot at love with Tila tequila
0: it's yes, I would say, yes, that is a whole but that is a whole other thing to unpack um but
1: look, in two thousand six, there was very little bisexual representation. Mm, we took what we could get
0: mm, um, yeah, it's. It's real wild, but man, this show is good. This is a good TV program.
1: Yeah. So should we start with...
0: I think it's time to start the recap. So what we've kind of decided to do is we're going to take... Because we watched four episodes at once, uh, there's a lot of ground to cover. This is the same amount of television as a week of Bachelor in Paradise. Because that's two two-hour shows a week.
1: God, Fuck. it is. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Looking forward to that this summer.
0: Right. Uh but it's the same trajectory like same hours of television to cover. Um, but still, a lot goes on, and there's a lot of like very disparate storylines. So what we've decided to do is we're gonna break down each couple kind of by phase of the show. Yeah. So like we'll deal with all of the couples and how they're doing in the pods, and then we'll talk about how they're doing with their uh, sort of honeymoons, uh, and then what happens when they all come back together. Yes. Uh, So, should we start with...
1: We already talked about Cameron and Lauren last time, because they got engaged. Dude, what the fuck? They got engaged at the end of the first episode, so we get to see them meet each other um, for the first time after being engaged, and these two are horny for each other.
0: I... So, I do think one of my favorite parts of the show, and... I think the most fascinating and watchable is them meeting each other. Uh, I think there's a range of kind of reactions to them meeting one another. But uh, I think they're all very fascinating. Yeah. Um, Cameron and Lauren are an example of like where I do think their chemistry is very real. There wasn't really a trepidation between them it was clearly two people who like have spent a couple days together and like know each other there was a comfortable familiarity there between them uh that was really kind of infectious to watch and oh my god they were so horny for They're each so other
1: so horny for each other there was
0: a a very clear uh from Cameron like when the doors open and he saw her I'm just like nice nice nice, nice <laughs> nice nice nice. nice. <laughs>
1: She is hotter than he is. He is correct, um, but he's also very cute, and I would totally have a crush on him. Right? Um, I
0: I I bet he's more handsome off camera. I think he's weird on camera.
1: I think he's an awkward dork. Yeah, and that is not especially telegenic. But he's a cutie. I've seen his Instagram. He's a cutie.
0: It's yeah. He's also even like his um his talking head beats are like he's a little weird. Like clearly he's like thinking a lot about what he's saying, so he's coming across like kind of, I am in love with a woman that I have met on this television show. <laughs> uh, but but they seem real. They seem legit. Yes. Um, And they see they seem excited to meet each other. And oh, I'm still rooting for them. I still hope it's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love them. One of the things that I also really appreciate about this show and about Lauren and Cameron is she is very candid and open about the fact that she's never dated a white man before and is talking about what that would mean for her in a way that when The Bachelor just threw Rachel Lindsay in as The Bachelorette, she tried to talk about that and it ABC couldn't really handle it. Right. And that was a real bummer for people to watch and it seems like Love is Blind is really going for it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have to tiptoe around as much stuff. I would not say this is a nuanced, deep exploration of those issues. No, of course not. Um, but it doesn't dance around them as frequently as something like The Bachelor right. feels like it has to. And maybe, here's the thing, there's a lot of stuff we would love for The Bachelor to do. Its core audience of Midwestern moms would drop off. Right? Um it's the system. It's the system. <laughs> uh, so that's really all we get of them from the pods. Because uh, so I will say, last with the last episode, with the first episode, I was having uh, some concerns over the pacing of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I was getting a little bored watching everybody in the pod. People talking in the pods maybe wasn't as sexy as I would have liked.
1: Well, that's uh, the thing. Watching people fall in love is not especially interesting. Mm. It is, falling in love is only interesting to the people who are falling in love. And I think what we like about Bachelor in Paradise is when we're seeing the flirting, it's a lot more immediate because the, the them talking to each other is not the interesting part. It's the body language. It's the- You're right. You're absolutely right. I can right. tell that they're vibing.
0: You are absolutely right. Um, I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, definitely seeing the body language, seeing kind of the flirtatious moves.
1: The actual words that they're saying are meaningless. They're so boring. Everyone sounds the exact same when they're falling in love and it's boring.
0: You're right. And you know, there was, I was still disappointed that a lot of the footage was just a lot of what we saw of the conversations in the pods are these very interview style, excuse me, very interview style. So what are you looking for in a partner? Mm Mm-hmm. Boring. Fucking boring. Um,
1: Which everyone does and are very important to get through. And, like, one of the things that uh, Rachel Lindsay, who we've already talked about, was the Bachelorette. She was like, I asked everyone their credit score in the fantasy suite. (laughs) These are things that you need to know if you're going to get married to someone. Right. Uh,
0: And according to the promos, we may see some of that coming into uh, fruition. Uh, But so the second episode, they... The fact that they kind of really bulldozed through this Cameron Lawrence storyline to get them engaged at the end really kind of helped break up the pacing of this second episode. Yeah. Um And, uh, what that did was that allowed for a lot of my problem with the first episode was the, the visuals kind of never change. Mm -hmm. It's the it's these pods. It's the same set. The facility. Yes. There wasn't really any moving around, um, But this allowed some key distinct visual changes. We kind Mm. of, we saw the, where some of the relationships we discovered last episode kind of go to. We meet some new characters. Uh, It already broke up. Every episode I feel like got better than the last. And two was a marked improvement from uh, the first episode.
1: Yeah. Okay. So do we want to then move on to speaking of characters that we haven't really met before? Do we want to move to... Gianina and Damien.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay, so we don't see much of them meeting. We kind of... Um, we Damian, smash
1: cut to them already feeling each other.
0: Right. Uh, they are already pretty knee-deep in the horny for each other. Damien is... Uh, boring ginger white dude yeah i feel like we'll get to that but like initial first impressions
1: he's yeah he's handsome Eh. but like not
0: yeah yeah
1: very generically handsome
0: yes uh he wouldn't
1: be out of he wouldn't be out of place as like a filler bachelorette contestant
0: right right someone who you'd be like who's that guy again right uh that always happens i'm just like who are you (laughs) um
1: yeah, he showed up on screen, and I was like, I've never seen this man before in my life.
0: Right, right. Uh, so then we got Gigi, uh, who is cute. She's
1: very cute. She's
0: very cute. She's very fun. Like it's, She seems... Uh, she's got a lot of energy. She's yes. spunky. Yes. Uh, but I enjoy her. And I like her a lot. She, yeah. Um, so they hit it off. They... <laughs> Damien proposes, uh, and he does a whole thing.
1: Very clearly rehearsed, like, even before he got to this show.
0: I feel like, yeah, it's... I do deeply feel like he had that speech, insert girl.
1: <laughs> yes, so his his gimmick, his whole thing is that he was like, I started making this box because I wanted to put in the box everything that was important to me to show you can you go open this box and everything it's so stilted yeah it sounds rehearsed um and she opens the box and it's empty and he was like and so i just wanted to show you that now with the exception of like my parents and my brother (laughs) you are the most important thing to me now and it was just okay
0: that said I would have fucking loved this guy if she opened the empty box. And he was like, because I can't fucking, I got nothing important to me. I can't be tied down. <laughs> Nothing's more important than number one. Damn <laughs> it out.
1: Anyway, then he proposes. He gets down on one knee in front of this tempered glass wall. <laughs> um, And she takes a minute. She kind of pauses. And she was like, well, you know, I have something important to say. And it's basically that uh, I am not traditional. I want us to be equals, and so then she asks him to stand up, and then tells him, uh, asks her, him to marry her, uh, and which
0: also feels re- feel like a very rehearsed thing, but uh, it was fun. It, it was fun.
1: cute. I like her. He did not know what to do with that. No, and that is a red flag of things to come that we'll get to later. Yes. Uh,
0: So they meet. Uh, The doors open. Uh, She's a bombshell. He's fine. Um, Seems to be a a continuing theme here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Cameron's way cuter than Damien. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, Personality, I think, helps. Sure. (laughs) Um, But... uh, So they meet, and, like, they see... I think we get some initial trepidation from Damien.
1: Well, he is the one who says something about how she's different. And it was... It seemed to be in relation to how she looks. It's like, excuse me, she is a tiny blonde woman with a cherubic round face. What the fuck are you talking about? Right,
0: right. Um... Yeah, it, it truly, truly bonkers. Um that might have been I have a note or no, it would have been from episode three. I have one note for episode three, and it's what the fuck are you talking about? That's like, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um So maybe it wasn't episode three. Uh but yeah, I feel like we get our initial kind of red flags here. I have the feeling and we'll get into it, but I think Damien has some hang ups. Yes. Um Sorry, we, we're, we're our terrible dog is crying at the window, and I don't know what to do about it.
1: It's a new thing he's doing.
0: <laughs> and it's like we can't put him in another room because once again he is our awful dog who will destroy everything. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, Damian, Gianna, I feel like that was those are the only like major revelations there. We have to move in broad strokes. We have a lot of uh, ground I know. to cover. Uh, let's
1: keep moving Uh, Carlton and Diamond
0: Carlton and Diamond um, I feel like we got so Carlton is this charming guy um, and uh, Diamond er, he's a social media manager (laughs) which I wouldn't know anything about Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but seems like a fun dude Uh, Diamond is a uh, dancer And they don't... Wasn't get immediately like of things to come, things would go very poorly. Neither of us were like, yes, we are feeling the chemistry between them.
1: Yeah, they were flirty and it kind of felt like... It kind of felt like this is... This might as well happen.
0: Right. You know, I kind of get it like...
1: But also as we were saying... It's hard to tell because we didn't see very much of their courtship.
0: Right. Um, But, you know, you kind of can't help but assume that, like, you're on a TV show, you're game for the premise, like, you came here understanding maybe what you were kind of going to be the expected step to happen around this point. And I could see liking someone enough, to, like, realize that if I don't propose, I'm not going to get to meet them. Right. Uh, so you kind of got them over a barrel.
1: Well, if you yeah. want to meet
0: and hang out and go have sex in Mexico. And
1: that is <laughs> part of what we were talking about with the premise of this show. Engagement doesn't mean anything. <clears throat> that engagement in the world of this show just means, yes, I would like to go on a free vacation in Mexico with you.
0: Right. Right. Um which is why it gets more interesting later when it's yes. talking about, like, do, do they get married? Yes. Um, so Carlton Diamond uh, is is going... So Carlton once again um, expresses that he's nervous about bringing up his bisexuality. Um, I believe
1: the term he uses is sexually fluid, which is fine. Same. Similar. Um, I'm learning. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so uh that wasn't a you are wrong that was just clarifying because we were talking about him not having the language for sure um last week yesterday
0: i now don't know if that was the case i think we may have read that wrong Mm -hmm. um but um as you do on reality tv we are at the mercy of the edit right (laughs) um the edit made him sound like that right but uh I, i would now i now think we were incorrect i agree yep uh, so that's about yeah, that's all about i uh, that's gonna get to be a big deal. that's right. definitely gonna be one of the most woof storylines yeah, um, something that we maybe don't appreciate in like a liberal city. yeah, we don't appreciate that maybe you know that that still is extremely hard for people yep, um so that we'll get but we'll get in we'll get that. into that later uh, let's see that brings us to what I think we have to get into is Jessica. Jessica's got, we find Jessica in a love triangle situation between uh, Barnett and Mark. And Mark is a very sweet, very young guy uh, who maybe wants this a little too bad. And Barnett is a... Fuck boy. Fuckboy Beefcake, who has a couple of relationships with a couple of people kind of moving forward.
1: Yes. So, (laughs) Jessica, in talking to Barnett, uh, because he is a fuckboy... He says something about while they're while they're vibing, while they're chatting. He says something about like, yeah, if we were the only two people here, I'd propose to you tomorrow, which Jessica took to mean I'm going to propose to you tomorrow. So, okay,
0: so he did say something fucked up or he did not say what she thought.
1: He said a fuckboy thing that she took seriously and it was just a perfect storm of misunderstandings and willful refusing to acknowledge misunderstandings.
0: There is definitely Jessica wanting this really bad. Yes. So Jessica, who's kind of vibing with Mark, uh, she breaks it off with Mark. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sorry
1: for the plosive. <laughs> I got excited.
0: Um, so Mark doesn't take it great. No. Uh, and we maybe see, I, I wonder if Mark got a little bit of a good edit. Because um, Mark, Mark also wants this really bad and is kind of not really seeing the reality of it. It kind of turns into, I, it, it's always kind of a red flag when you hear people going like, I'm going to love you. Like, that's the issue.
1: It's, it's, again, a cocktail of willful misunderstanding and willfully not saying what you mean. Yes. Because when she, when Jessica's breaking up with him, she says something about, like, I mean, you're 10 years younger than me. Which is not her concern.
0: Right. She, she clearly has hangups about it. And she's clearly worried about it. But that is, like, third down the list to I'm just not that into you.
1: I think it's more she is going into her pod date with Barnett, thinking that he's going to propose. Right,
0: and let's just let's just put it this way: Barnett was ten years younger than her. This wouldn't come no, up. No, as no, much. no,
1: of course not. But I think that was a uh, that was a moment of, and hey, I've been there in breaking up with someone and not knowing how to do it. Bringing up things that, no, that's not the issue. The issue is I'm just not feeling I, it.
0: Yeah, and, like, that's a terrible thing to say to somebody. So, like, you try and kind of trying to, like, figure it out. There's no good way to break up with somebody. Breaking up with somebody sucks.
1: Especially breaking up with somebody for somebody else. Like, I was for dating sure. someone else when we met, and I had to break up with her. And right. it was weird and awkward. And I just had to say, yeah, I met someone else. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. We got married. (laughs) She was at our wedding. Everything's fine.
0: Um, But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Um, So.
1: My dude, you have to cool it.
0: It's like, it's what, I don't even know what he's crying at. You know, it's the construction's probably upsetting yep. him. Um, welcome to uh, reality TV and also figuring out what our dog is doing. <laughs> uh, so, that leads us to... Okay, so Jessica dumps Mark. Um, Mark kind of misunderstands the issue. Um, so, that leads Jessica... To go on a pod date with Barnett. And Barnett kind of does the same thing to her.
1: Yep. Well, she, I think he would have kept stringing her along if she didn't explicitly ask, are you still feeling the things that you were feeling last night? And he was like, nah.
0: And I think she brought it up kind of in like a cutesy way. Yep. And he goes, uh, I don't know. Yep. Uh, so... Yeah. um.
1: So she immediately goes back to Mark.
0: Immediately goes back to Mark.
1: And who knows if it was as... Just turned around and went back into the pod as it appeared in the edit, but that's sure how it appeared in the edit. I mean,
0: they were only there like 10 days total. Yeah. Um. But, uh... And so, like, we were kind of hoping Mark would... There's always the fantasy, and like I made this mistake, there's always that fantasy of someone who dumped you realizing their mistake and coming back and just being like, oh, God, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, literally just "Mm, high on that moment. I love that moment. But you got to take that moment correctly. Yep. And you got to go, no, thank you. Yep. Uh, You know, he talks about... You know, as as after she gives her spiel, he kind of makes his speech of, like, I won't be second place to somebody, but okay.
1: <laughs> but here's exactly how I'm doing that, and he proposes to her.
0: And and she is silent for a long moment, and then says yes, like, she's crying with happiness. Yep. And I don't know entirely if that's what it is. No. Uh, I think there's an element, I mean, like... She I would defini- guess it's more relief. She wanted to walk. Uh, I, I, I think she got revenge engaged. Yes. <laughs> I think that was to spite Barnett of just like look what you're missing. And I don't, I don't think that's what maybe went down.
1: Nope, because Barnett has two other women to <laughs> right. choose from. Do we want to get to that? There's not much more to say about mark and jessica well other than mark
0: and jessica meet
1: she's clearly disappointed she's
0: clearly disappointed she's not into it and we are gonna that's gonna get rough yep so barnett um barnett's got two other girls kind of on the hook there's amber and there's lc uh lc we didn't see much we maybe met in the first episode we didn't see much of she's cute she's cute uh, seems fun. However, uh, she does get dumped by Barnett. Yep. Uh, and Barnett approaches, uh, or proposes to Amber a tank
1: mechanic. She was in the military. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, so they get engaged and Amber is horny for Barnett. Oh, yeah. They meet and she is into it. He's a very handsome man. Yeah. Uh, Not my type either, but he is like he's objectively somewhat. If Barnett is your type, yes, he's very yes, he fits that that. mold.
1: (laughs) I will grant that he is not my type, not into it, not feeling it. He looks like a fuckboy.
0: He and it, it, if the shoe, if the fuckboy shoe fits the very specific fuckboy shoe,
1: but yes, they meet, they are into each other, great.
0: Um, and then there's Kenny and Kelly. Who boring. are boring, and that's kind of it. The about. only thing
1: interesting about Kenny is that he looks like a mix between our friends Trevor and Jesse.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It was kind of, I didn't put that together on myself, but when you said it, I couldn't not see it. Yep. Uh, but they seem fine. They seem to like each other. I don't really have a total read on how I think they're going to end They
1: seem up. like normal, boring people and not good television.
0: Right. Which always happens. Yep. Uh, so, apparently, uh, there were more, an interview with the creator of the show came out in Entertainment Weekly, uh, or actually it was AV Club, and, uh, talks about more people in the pods got engaged.
1: I believe it was one other couple, yeah.
0: Gotcha. But, like, too many storylines, they just cut one.
1: Yeah, and they ended up breaking up, and the woman from that couple ended up dating someone else from the television show. No
0: shit, someone we know.
1: Uh no, just someone who was uh, probably if we went back and was like oh yeah that guy, this is one of the other thirty people <laughs> that gotcha. was there.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. And You know, so it's an interesting thing of like it does seem more people got engaged than maybe they were expecting.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but this leads us to the sort of opening up of the world. We leave the facility and the couples all go on this vacation together. Or, well, they don't know that they're all. It's a twist that they're all at the same resort, yep, uh they all they all get a couple of days alone is the point, um, uh, which kind of brings us to i uh, we're gonna go back through the couples and kind of assess maybe where they're at in that alone stage yep. uh Cameron and Lauren are all over each other.
1: They're horny for each other. It's a little like they're a little awkward. But in the sort of like nervous energy sort of way,
0: right? I didn't get i i didn't get trepidation from either no. of them. I think they just got like this is weird and new. This is
1: weird. There are cameras on us. We would like to bone down now, please. Right.
0: Their body language was extreme. They give off an extremely in- like that is a very genuine horny into each other situation. Um, like a lot of like raking fingers onto each other, and it's definitely like. I am gonna to go to town on you when we're done with with this fucking shoot.
1: The <laughs> sort of the sort of things that you do when you're horny for someone that are not like sexy to look at.
0: Right, right. Uh, so like they're they're doing good. Like they um, we get a little bit of um, Lauren uh wears a nightcap to bed, um, and uh, we kind of get to talk about that a little bit. Uh, once again, nothing, uh, extremely profound, but, like, cool that a reality show is kind of dealing with the realities of an interracial, uh, uh, relationship in a way that some of the network shows would never fucking touch. Right. Um, I like them. I still hope they're okay. I think they have a tough couple episodes ahead, I uh, love based on the them. I
1: need them to need be them. in love forever.
0: I need them to be- I don't need them to be in love forever. I need them to get through the show, okay? <laughs> um... Uh, so let's move. I'm just moving back down the list. Carlton and Diamond have a really tough, uh, yeah. Yeah. They even, even initially, they don't seem that into each other.
1: They're bantering in a way that it just, if I saw a couple bantering like that, I would be like, do you guys like each other?
0: Right. Right. Uh, Carlton tells her by the pool. that
1: Yeah. And and again, it's the sort of thing that has happened in relationships where I have been crushing on someone hard. And then we went on an actual date with each other. And, like, no, the way that we talk to each other.
0: Sure. That definitely happens. Yeah.
1: Different than something I would want. But it's hard when you have already committed to this thing. Right. Especially if you've already committed to be engaged.
0: Right. Uh, So by the poolside, Carlton uh, tells her that he is bisexual, that he has dated men in the past. uh, And Diamond doesn't take it well.
1: Yes. And so I can understand where she's coming from in the sense that this is something that you should have told me before we got engaged. This is a if this is such a big deal to you, which it clearly is. Yeah. This is something that would need to be disclosed before we committed to getting married in a month.
0: Right, and that's I think that's yes, I think she has a you know yes, um, but it's like her definite stance is definitely coming from I'm not comfortable with the fact that you're bisexual, uh, which I is, don't know if that's fair. I think she, I and I can only do what I what I read, I do not think that she would have, I think she would have shut him down immediately if uh, he had said he was bisexual. She would have said not into that.
1: Maybe. But again, that is something that she should have had a right. That is speaking as someone who is right. bisexual. Right. That sucks. Right. But I think that is something that yeah, it should be she should have had that right and he should have had that right to match with someone who would be would love him for who he is fully. Right. However, the way that they both dealt with this. This exchange is the most I have felt the show being exploitative.
0: Yeah, this is where it, it... I felt weird about this. And it's like, I'm so used to The Bachelor being so bad at it. Right. uh, That, like, the fact that they kind of got real in there uh, felt different. But, like, it didn't feel good.
1: Because that's the thing. If you're watching a reality dating show, you're you're going to have to have some sort of tolerance for being exploitative of people's real feelings. Yes. And that's just a thing that happens.
0: Yes. And that does make it kind of like... This is a weird thing to kind of try and sit and talk about on a fucking jokey joke podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, it's weird and it's rough and I don't quite know how I feel about it.
1: But I think the what is fair to say is that the way that they both dealt with that conflict it's clear that they are not compatible. That, as, yes, as I think that is a couple.
0: pretty definitive. Yeah. Uh, so they end up walking away from one another in that's, this phase. And yeah. that's the right call.
1: That's the right yes. call. As I think you mentioned yesterday, the way that you fight is a big deal in a relationship. And if that's how they fight, that's not going to work.
0: Right, right uh like he uh, called her a bitch yeah yeah and it was like a uh you kind of got a red flag uh you had pointed out of someone who gets mean when their feelings are hurt yeah Um uh, which it's a little more than feelings are hurt <laughs> uh but uh, yes I, that yeah. is
1: an incredibly hurtful thing to feel like again as a bisexual person but i am also coming from it as a bisexual person who has never felt any sort of pushback for that like i feel like i can't tell my grandma right (laughs) that's about it like i i've never had to deal with like my family not accepting me or or a potential romantic partner not accepting me because i've mostly only dated in new york city right um but that being said, I can I can totally empathize with that being incredibly hurtful and and very vulnerable,
0: right? Especially as like a black man who has right a, a bigger hill to climb than a lot in of Atlanta. other people. Yeah, yeah. what's it? in Atlanta? In a lot of places.
1: No, I just he specifically. Yes, they specifically yes. all live in Atlanta. Yes, which is a thing that I recently discovered. Yes, that everyone is from Atlanta.
0: Yes, they had a uh, a specific casting pool. Yep. Uh, but that you know you did bring up uh, everyone being in Atlanta is a hurdle that they don't have to climb. Of like, no one really has to move. Yeah. No one's expected to move, um, which makes me wonder: Are they moving into someone's real apartment Probably. in the later phase, or do they have apartments for them? More TV ready apartments.
1: We'll figure that out. Yes. From we'll the have... promos, the apartments did not look very TV ready. Interesting.
0: I guess I will have to talk about that next time. That's so far in the future.
1: Anyway, the Diamond and Carlton stuff was the biggest bummer uh, and felt the most exploitative.
0: Yes. Agreed. Uh, So we're moving on to Damien and G... How do you say her full name? Janina. Janina. And things are... So they have dinner.
1: Things get weird. Things Real get fast.
0: Weird. Things get real weird, real fast.
1: So Damien has this whole, again, speech about how he wants to move at her pace. Um, and he is going to be a gentleman and not touch her before she is ready. And she has a full talking head. Where My has- pace is fuck me. She has a whole talking head where she was like, I want to rip his clothes off right now. I think he is not ready for her whole deal. I think he has hang ups. Yeah. She's fun. And I don't think he knows how to deal with it. I
0: think he is kind of. I'm going to say I'm going to take a swing here. I don't think he's dated a lot. And I think he's a little red pilled.
1: I could definitely see him being kind of red pilled. Uh,
0: I think he's definitely kind of a. We are engaged now. We will be Puritan. It's a, <laughs> all of that sexy, flirty energy
1: that will go away now. I definitely get the vibe of. Um, it's like girls don't like me because girls they. They don't want a gentleman. They just want fuckboys. And it's like, no, you're just kind of a creep.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So they have that whole dinner. And she has a very fun, flirty line that is, you know, it sucks to watch people (laughs) (laughs) flirt. It's weird. Um, But she's like, I'm not hungry. And he says, what about dessert? And she says, I'm dessert. And he, it's his brain short circuits.
0: Yeah. Um, and then they so they they sleep together and they talk about how they made love together. Mm-hmm. Uh and
1: it was like... Uh yeah, but then they go on a um like a boat ride were some stuff.
0: They we we start to see some tensions arising, uh some of those incompatibilities are beginning to surface. He
1: says something weird about not wanting to go home to drama and she's like what are you talking about and he and she wants to unpack that in a way that he is completely unwilling to do he completely shuts down and then they have a conversation later about how he is like i've told you that i have a hard time opening up and you just he says you just keep digging it's like fuck off my man
0: yeah yeah it's uh this i i do not expect uh to go well and i think it's his fault yep uh so i'm gonna start with uh amber and uh Or sorry, I want to do Jessica and Mark. Yeah, because I think the our later two are important to have been informed by Jessica and Mark. Jessica and Mark, they get into the hotel room, and it's just like Jessica lays down. You will not touch me. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yes, she is, and again, it's not communicating how she's feeling. And again, I am also a coward. I have done this constantly. But it's, uh, you know, I'm just having a little more trouble getting into the physical world after we were so intimate within the pods. And what she means was, I don't want to fuck him.
0: its I
1: don't want to fuck my boy bride.
0: It- <laughs> my little child boy who fits in my little pocket. I do not want to touch his penis. Like,
1: he's he's short is a thing that people keep bringing up, but he's taller than she is. <laughs>
0: is he? Yeah. Crazy. Um, It's bad. It's real. And like it's none rough. of it. So like there is a... Uh, You know, people move at different sexual paces and, like, sexuality have different importance to them. That's not what's happening here. here.
1: (laughs) She doesn't want to fuck him.
0: Right. It's like, and she's like, yeah, she keeps phrasing this, I'm having trouble merging these two things. And it's like, nope, that's not, that's not what the, nope, 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 No, no, no. And Mark is beginning to get frustrated.
1: Yes, and again, I think the problem is he is taking her at her word in a way that he is not reading the signals that she's just not that into him.
0: Right. So, like, a lot of, like, his response to this are things like, hey, I'm here. I'm for real. I'm into this. That's That's not not her
1: problem.
0: problem. (laughs) It's like... That is her problem, <laughs> but not in the way you
1: think. she's not worried that you're not into her right.
0: Uh, and like now, she's clearly I can see the inner like workings in her head, the gears turning as she tries to talk about like him in her talking heads. because uh, she knows this is going on TV and she's trying to sound right. Um, but she is, uh, what are, what are some of the phrases she uses of just like, you know, our connection was so strong. Uh, I think, you know, we'll get there. I'm just working through it. Um, She keeps
1: talking about how strong their connection was in the pod and she's having trouble moving that into the physical world is how she's phrasing it. And it's just weird. It's just, she just doesn't want to fuck him.
0: Uh, yeah, and it's that's going to come to a head in some brilliant reality TV story producing. Yep. Uh, so I think that so let's bring that into Kenny and Kelly, um, who also are taking it slow and yep. also are not having sex. But that is one where I get the sense of like now they're a little bit slower rolling people. Yes. Because their uh, body.
1: I think Kelly's a little more of a slower. Yes. Rolling. <laughs> gal (laughs) kenny's horny
0: right um
1: they're still like they're taking it
0: slow but yeah i think kelly just moves a little slower that's i don't think the issue is she's not into him no um which because like all of their body language is still right
1: and they've like they've made out and they slept in the same bed and they cuddled
0: right Um, it's just like kelly's got some hang-ups and that's fine
1: yeah, I don't even know if Hang-ups isn't the right yeah. word, but just yeah, moves at a slower
0: yeah. pace, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, but
1: kitty horny though,
0: kitty horny though. Uh, and yeah, it's markedly different than what Jessica is experiencing. Oh, totally. Because, like I said, Jessica was in that hotel with Barnett. Uh, merging the physical <laughs> would not be an issue. <laughs>
1: they they would definitely be merging the physical world. <laughs> If you know what I'm saying. But Barnett and Amber are not having any trouble. Right. They are all over each other.
0: Yes. Uh, Amber is uh, incredibly happy. Is the least disappointed in someone else's... uh, In her partner's physical appearance. As she continues to tell us in her talking
1: (laughs) head. Yes. Um, So they have no trouble with the sexy times. However... They do go on like a beach date, like they have a day at the beach. My dude. (laughs) And it's just, I I said while we were watching it, like I recognize this couple. I recognize this dynamic where it's, I can, don't get me wrong. I think they are both insufferable people to spend time with. I think they could be together forever.
0: (laughs) It's, I don't think they will be, but yeah.
1: I think they very well could be just because this couple that is constantly bickering and you're like, how are you still together? You seem to annoy each other constantly. But they are. And I think that's just how they are relating to each other in a weird way. It's weird.
0: Right. Uh, so, I I think that's all of our couples.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I did want to, like, one of the things that I get the sense from Barnett is he is, like, the type of person who can't or won't take anything seriously unless he really has to.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: so one of the things that we didn't mention in the pod is Amber tells him right. a really tough story about how she was dating someone who basically made her have an abortion. And... The fact, again, the fact that they're talking about this on a show is a big deal. It's still, like, not quite where I think abortion activists would like us to be. Like, abortion doesn't have to and often isn't this tragic thing right. that women go through. Sometimes it's just a medical procedure.
0: Right. But it was for her.
1: But for her, yeah. it was. Right. Um, And she is telling her story. And he is very, like, I'm here. Like, you can feel free comfortable sharing, blah, blah, blah. I think he, in, in in any situation where he could conceivably crack a joke without looking like a monster, yeah. he would. Yeah. Like, he needs to have the plausible deniability of you need to lighten up, you're taking this too seriously. Sharing a traumatic story about an abortion is not one of those situations. Right. So he was, he was somber as he could be, but I get the sense that he's not going to be serious in many situations where she is going to get very angry at him. Yes. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, Entirely, completely agreed. Uh, Okay. So that gets us through our couples kind of as they stand in their days, kind of on their own. Now they find out that they are actually all at the resort together and so a plus story producing happens there we're gonna take a break we'll be right back and we're back we're back we're back and we're getting ready to talk about the final phase of kind of these, this episode. This would have been like the last episode or two of the five episodes we watched. Um, so now the couples have realized at the resort that they are all there together. And that's that's truly where this, I think the show gets brilliant.
1: Right, because now they are seeing for the first time people that they also were talking to.
0: Something didn't also occur to me is like, yup, there's still some lingering sexual tension with some people you were horny for a couple of days ago. And that mostly comes to the head, of course, with Jessica, who sees Barnett.
1: And she is in her talking heads talking about how she is dancing around the fact that she is so into him.
0: She yeah, she tries to very, very carefully, like very choosing her words, like, yeah, if you were to ask me a couple of days ago, I would say Barnett is more my type than Mark. (laughs) Which is just basically like, yeah, if you were asking me who I want to like literally take me to (laughs) Poundtown, it oh first name to come, Barnett! 100%.
1: So she sees him, and there is some brilliant camera work of having her... They're all sitting in sort of a semicircle, and there are shots of her looking over at Barnett from where she's sitting with Mark, and he and Amber cannot keep their hands off of each other, and so it is
0: amazing amazing um so what's also worth kind of discussing about the show and you can kind of start to see the seams in kind of some I, i i don't know if this is like for everybody or just us who watch a lot of reality tv um this specific genre of reality tv uh it was very every shot is kind of a planned story beat, if that makes sense. Yes. There's very little organic everyone hanging out, like Bachelor in Paradise, where we're just kind of catching things. Yes. It's very... So sit down here and, like, update us, you know? Yep. It's a lot of, like, ask him. Ask him about this. Like, clearly you can kind of see story producer influence, uh, but I didn't mind it because it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty breezy hour as opposed to Bachelor in Paradise it's like, two hours, four hours a week. No, I
1: actually I think I prefer it because we're able to get out story beats. Right, it's not a documentary.
0: Right, uh, so there is a there is a like a uh, a pool party. Uh, and you have people like clearly like paired off talking to each other, and they've clearly been p- paired off by production right. to kind of and told to like update each other and how things are going, and it works. And from a nefarious level, does give us promos or give the production footage of different couples together to right. throw you off. Uh, that was your call. Absolutely brilliant. Right. Um,
1: it is very fun. Being able to sort of talk through as we're watching. Okay, I see what producers are doing here. It's a fun way to watch these shows. And if you're not watching it this way, you're doing it right. I
0: don't quite know what you're doing if you're not watching it that way. Um, so then we get... Basically, there are puppet masters here. The, the show is not scripted. But there are puppet masters who know how stories work. And they are manipulating people into telling the stories that they want it's great and in no place is that better shown than when the guys are at a table the girls are at a table and uh damien is actually the one to go so let's talk about how everyone's doing in the bedroom in so few words yeah which is he was specifically definitely asked to say that for sure and it's all specifically to get information to Mark that everyone is boning down except for you.
1: Yep. Well, and Kenny. <laughs>
0: well, but like Kenny's been like, like they're being physically intimate. Sure. Uh, it's like, no, no, no. Only one couple are not touching each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, you. we keep getting shots of Mark's face of like, oh, wow. Okay.
1: They're doing him dirty.
0: They're doing him. They're doing a fucking hit job on this poor boy. Because
1: there will be shots of him talking to camera about how, you know, they're taking it slow. He's really just wants to show her that he is here for her and he's not going anywhere. Intercut with her talking about how, How, no. How fucking
0: rowdy (laughs) she wants to get with Barnett.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's cruel. It's cruel to poor Mark. Here's the thing. They're gonna break up. Mark's gonna be fine. Mark's gonna
0: be fine. His
1: DMs are already full. Right.
0: Um. So. He's a
1: handsome dude. She's just wrong. Like, she's horny for Barnett. And right. it is what it is.
0: Right. So over at the at the at the girls' table, uh there is a Like, they're having the same conversation, because once again, this is scripted. Not scripted, but, like, prompted. Written. Uh, Yeah. Um, They're having the same conversation, and uh, uh, Jessica has to explain that, like, no, you know, I'm having trouble. And you can see, you can see everyone having the same, like, oh, they're fucked.
1: (laughs) Because... They were living, I, living together. I don't think they were actually living together. They had their hangout area right. just for the girls where she was talking about Barnett a lot. A lot, a lot, a yeah. lot.
0: Yeah. That's the other thing where this is, you know, all of those couples went back to their rooms and couldn't stop talking. Like, you know, they gossiped about like, they're not doing it. They're not touching each other. Well,
1: and then the next morning, like they all have breakfast together or something the next morning and Amber is all over Barnett. And yep. that is, of course, intentional. Right.
0: Uh, she
1: knows. Right. She knows exactly what she's doing. Right.
0: So, it's bad.
1: Because even he, he, they are talking later, uh, uh, Barnett and Jessica are talking. She goes over to him and it's weird and she says something about, oh, you know, you guys had, <laughs> I think her exact words were, a sexy sex thing. <laughs> And he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. That was weird."
0: <laughs> oh, so good, think, so awkward.
1: I think that again. I, I hate Barnett. He sucks. Like, of course <laughs> he does.
0: Of course he does.
1: Um, he's a great television character. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> I think you described it at one point it's in the pods. He had turned it into his own bachelor.
1: He turned. <laughs> he somehow was able to create his own miniature the bachelor and while i deplore it i do respect it
0: (laughs) (laughs) there was i mean there was clearly a uh hottest guy there i guess in a i mean yeah yeah
1: i would say he is the most confident guy there and when you can't see each other sure that is a substitute for hottest sure um i mean
0: but also everyone is like oh fuck
1: I don't think he's the hottest one there.
0: I For the type of person who would go on a reality TV dating show. Fair. Uh, he's very television friendly. Yes. Um, so, um, that's, let's see here. Uh, Cameron and Lauren mostly stay pretty solid through this. We don't get a lot from them, which usually means there's nothing interesting happening. They're probably just chill.
1: Yeah, they're chilling. They have a hot tub date seems to go well right
0: (laughs) yes uh damian and uh, janina uh no new developments there it's just bad yeah um they talk on the couch at one point that's the digging conversation that that might have been before um kenny and kelly kelly does some talking to jessica they because they're the two kind of not having sex um but you could definitely tell the highlighted difference that Kelly likes Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> um. And Barnett and Amber are extremely horny. Uh man, A plus. A fucking plus. It's such good reality fucking TV. I'm so excited to see what happens. So next I believe they move in together. Yes. Uh, and then meet each other's families. Yes. Which is going to be interesting. Now, what I would like to do is deal with uh, some predictions. Oh boy! I kind of wanna, because like we, like who the fuck knows? We, after first episode, had an entirely different read of the show as a whole. Kind of where some of these couples were gonna be. We thought Jessica and Barnett were gonna happen. Um,
1: I know. Well, because I thought I don't remember if I said this on into a microphone or just out loud to you. I thought that Amber would be intimidating for Barnett because he just wants someone to tell him he's funny. He doesn't want someone to do bits with. Right. And I think she wants to do bits with him.
0: Right. Um, But yeah, so we have, we got really, really wrong reads. So like this can go in entirely different directions that we don't know. We are so, we think we're so smart, but we definitely can still be manipulated by reality television. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so.
1: I would love to be manipulated by reality love television. Love it, love it. It's like that episode of um, Bob's Burgers where Louise uh, can't get scared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so they create this haunted house for her. I want reality TV to do that for me.
0: Yes. Uh, okay, Cameron and Lauren, predictions.
1: I, they have to be together forever. I will die if they're not. I. Based on the promos, they're going to have a tough time specifically He's going to get grilled.
0: Right. I think they're playing. We do see Lauren crying in a promo. Um,
1: I think they'll be okay, though. I think they're playing that up for drama. Yeah. Um, which I am nervous about how they're going to handle that. Right. Basically, she's been saying that she's never dated a white man before. Her dad's going to have a lot of questions for him. Right. Right. Um, so I think they're playing that up for drama in a way that's probably not going to be as big of a deal as the promo is making it out to be. Right. I think that's,
0: that's at least our bachelor history. Usually they'll show very dramatic moments and they're like, they're in the context of the show. They're not a big deal.
1: I think they'll get married in the show.
0: I also, my bets are still on them getting married. Um, but I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. Sure. Uh, let's see here. Damien and Jean, uh, Janina. So we see that we see Janina in a wedding dress, and her, I believe she is the one running at yeah, the end of the I promo. Yeah, I don't think
1: they're gonna get married.
0: I also do not think they will get married. Um, yeah, I I reckon I think he's gonna blow up in a really bad way.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think I think the dudes got. They're not compatible at all. I think I think Damien's got some jealousy issues.
1: I could also definitely see them as the sort of couple where the woman is so fun and bubbly and great, and everyone in her life is, "Why the fuck are you with that guy?"
0: Right. Um, I'm reckoning, yeah. I they do not go through with it. Uh, Kenny and Kelly. I'm gonna say yes.
1: Yeah, I think they are going to just be boring for the rest of the show.
0: Right, um, right, and they'll kind of they'll be the, they they'll be the success story, right? Just because they're the fucking boring ones, right? Um, Mark and Jessica, I think that's a
1: pr- no,
0: no way, right? No, you it's so we do see in a promo Jessica talking about how like no we're good now, and I don't buy it. No. Oh, we forgot. She took off the engagement ring.
1: She did.
0: She took off the engagement ring.
1: They Well, so this is the thing about the show is because it's not Bachelor in Paradise. They're just filming everything. Right. We hear about conversations later that weren't filmed. So right. Mark sort of exposits that they had this conversation where she said she still wasn't feeling comfortable and that they were still going to move forward. But she didn't feel comfortable wearing the ring to go meet his family. Fine. I...
0: I wonder if she's going to suck it up and like marry him anyway just out of pure spite.
1: I don't think so. I think it's going to be he's going to have his heart broken and going to be really confused. And she's just going to never admit it's because she's just not attracted to him.
0: Right. Well, just for just because I could go either way. I'm going to differ for with you there, and I'm going to take a hard stance in the other direction that they're okay. going to get married on the show. Okay. Uh, Barnett and Amber, I'm going to say no, and if they do get married on the show, it's going to be a very quick divorce.
1: I think they are not going to get married on the show, but they are going to break up and get back together for like the next several years. <laughs> I
0: think that's entirely, entirely possible. Uh, so we are all caught up. On Love is Blind, Woo. a uh, champion tier new reality show.
1: It's the best.
0: Uh, it's it's the first one that's maybe like, I'm not, a, the long standingness of Bachelor is keeping it safe with the crown,
1: but Love is Blind is reaching up, reaching <laughs> up. It's great. Yeah. It's no Bachelor in Paradise, which I don't even think we're going to recap. I just want to enjoy it I just
0: yeah we maybe we'll do some very broad touch-ups on bachelor paradise but that's my time man that's That's
1: for me (laughs) (laughs) that's for mama right
0: um but man man into this uh so we've got another batch of episodes next week uh this show is going to come out on Thursdays this is a little bonus episode to get us caught up with love is blind uh new episodes will come out on Sundays uh so Thursday new episodes of love is blind will drop we're gonna watch them we're gonna record them we're gonna do a quick recap, kind of like this one, hit real broad strokes. Uh, there's a finale after that, and we don't know what we're gonna do after that.
1: We'll figure something out. We'll
0: figure something out.
1: The Bachelor is still on. We're still watching it.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll hop into like the good episodes of Bachelor.
1: We could do like a finale recap. That's true. Of the season. Yes, that's. Probably anyway, this is an off-mic conversation that we can have.
0: I guess that's true uh Emily where can people find you on the Twitters
1: Emily P Heller on twitter.com
0: great I am Brian is a goblin on twitter.com this is everything is trash it's a podcast it's about it's a it's just what we want to do. It's just the things we want to do, which is often reality TV. But I I foresee an issue if, if people ever listen to this show. Uh, people are going to like it when we cover certain things. And then we're just going to go off in a fucking different direction. Like, That's we do Disney movies now. Too
1: bad. Yeah. What? Listen to what you want to listen to and don't listen to what you don't want to listen to. I'm not you your thing. dad.
0: Everything is trash.
1: Everything is trash.
0: Everything is trash. We
1: are going to cover the new National Treasure movie when that comes out. Fuck.
0: Uh, everything is in fact trash. Emily, a good trash to you.
1: And a good trash to you, my good sir. Fuck. (laughs) I call it bold and brash. More like belongs in the trash.